I begin with simply a blank page. It is, to me, well, a, a thing of beauty, something open, smooth, ready, and waiting. Kind of open the notebook, lay it out, smooth it out, and begin. I like the lines for writing, and unlined also works as well, but something that is simply available, that provides a launching point for who knows what might be created, what might be encountered, what might emerge. That smooth blank paper is a thing of beauty and possibility. It lets me start anywhere with any word or image to kind of initiate that movement of brain and body and then proceed to discover what there is to discover. I recognize that on any given moment, on any given paper, that only so much will end up being saved and shared, presented to the world. But just starting someplace, just starting anything to get it out of my head and onto a form to look at and experience, that by itself is helpful, is part of the process. It is the beginning. Very little of whatever I put on the page, whether computer or on paper, very little of that will last and endure the test of time or the distractions of life. But it is the wondering, the starting, the taking in this form. It's like waking up to the quiet of new snow. and then making the first footprints, if you will. In my best moments, that is what a blank page, a blank piece of paper can mean to me. But I also recognize there's a lot of relationships of various kinds with a blank page. For anyone who has present, been presented with such something, a, a fresh notebook, an empty screen, uh, these things can also be objects of intimidation, expectation, a little overwhelming, a little daunting. Deadlines, when one has to produce something in particular, can be both inspirational for getting something done and also a lot of distress and anxiety and block. This is also true. For this moment, as we are on the threshold of a new year, between the old of 2020 and the next of 2021, I offer one last encounter with the cycle of holidays and holy days. This liminal time that began with Halloween and All Souls and renews the year with the new year. This is kind of the end of that window, of that space and time where kind of things were 
informing, questioning, disrupted, but also gathering in potential and emerging. We've come to the finish of that page, and now we come into a new one, if you will, turning the year of the calendar. And I want to offer that I think the new year, as it were, can feel so much like a great reason to have a party. It is a moment of celebration. It is we've gone through this one time and into the next. And sometimes it's just about having fun. But what we're doing here and now, this is theology. As we say, uh, to borrow from Stan Lee, uh, but also combine it with Unitarian Universalism, with great freedom comes great responsibility. As a faith, as we encounter a new window of time, we can let our hearts soar and cherish the world of which we are a part. We are bound and wound together. We are co-creators in each moment within the larger overlapping circles and cycles around us and within us. Engaging in this moment with all that we are, this is an active theological experience of meaning-making, of questioning, of wondering. Now is a time of preparation for the next year, but also this next instant, in every moment. How shall we be more prepared for what is to come in a way that is consistent with what we hold true? My colleagues who cook and have young children um, have been talking about getting ready, uh, using the French term mise en place. Uh, that is the term for having everything cut up and portioned out and ready to be used in the process of cooking. Each pan is floured or lined. Every utensil uh, is available. You have one's apron on, hands washed, the timers are in reach, and go. Now the same process can be true for art, writing, music, woodworking, any creative process, any project, mise en place, can be physical, emotional, intellectual, to be ready, set, to go. From the story uh, that we heard earlier, the fairy presented each child with a new book for the year in that spirit of readiness. What if we each had a fresh set of pages before us. I know I would have pens and some colored, some black, uh, maybe watercolor or markers or more. As we are making meaning in this moment, what would you have with you? What do you already have inside you and before you and around you. 
in looking at the new year, I'm not asking for resolutions. You know, I certainly don't have those myself, you know, those goals, those promises. Right now is about liminal time, about reflection and intention, beginning to make sense of what has been, anticipating and being thoughtful about what is to come. This preparedness is part of our part of being in the interdependent web of existence. But I'll tell you that the first actual task of this preparedness in the new year is not setting up the pens or smoothing the paper, if you will. The fairy let the boys look back at their year. They saw the colors and the splotches and the mistakes and the carelessness along with the glory and the joy and accomplishment. Our first task of preparedness is reviewing and celebrating and mourning. And different elements of the service that we've already shared have been those purposes, have been those parts of the preparedness. And I want to invite you, is there anything else for now, anything else that needs to be named, claimed, grudgingly acknowledged, or held in sorrow? If there had been more or any national recognition of the dead and losses, each of us would still have burdens in our hearts. Even if there had been something on a national level to recognize all that has been harmed or, or suffered in this last year, we would still have so much in us. The reflection of what has been will continue of course, and probably will for, in some ways, for the rest of our lives. But let me close honoring that, looking at that battle, that review and that struggle. And I'll close it with words from Jan Richardson. Blessed are you who bear the light in unbearable times who testify to its endurance amid the unendurable, who bear witness to its persistence when everything th seems in shadow and grief. Blessed are you in whom the light lives, in whom the brightness blazes, your heart a chapel, an altar where in the deepest night can be seen the fire that shines forth in you, and in unaccountable faith, in stubborn hope, in love that illumines every broken thing it finds. Blessed are you. Having blessed that past, we can begin to turn to what comes next. 
my religious education colleague, Tim Atkins, acknowledges how his religious humanist heart has not always connected with the depths of the winter holidays. But the new year for him, that has become something special. That has been, become a time to set intentions and reconnect with what matters most. Every year he names one particular word. Last year was authenticity, for example. This coming year, in his case, it is roots. As the musician and artist Beyonce says, in our perfect ways, in the ways we are human, in the ways we are beautiful, we are here. Happy New Year's. Let's make it ours. So here is what is before us, what already frames the page, if you will. I'm going to spend a moment on that and recognize that even as we begin, that some of our pages are kind of a hot mess already. I mean, pandemic, politics, the economy, our struggles with racism and other systems of oppression. And then there's also our personal struggles, whether it's family or emotional health or money, education, isolation, our physical health for all the reasons that can happen. There are so many layers that are already present in what we have before us. What's also present is what has been learned, what we have gained, what people have celebrated, what is truly important that has been discovered and reaffirmed and connected in this past year, of the value of relationship and kindness and love and authenticity and art. Life created in abundance in the midst of restrictions. Commitments to creating a different world based on what has been learned. Those all are part of our pages that can be the pages to come. Perhaps, perhaps to make the exercise more concrete, whether you have a shopping list or a receipt or a paper towel or even a piece of paper with you, I wonder what your word might be for this year or two words, or even three words. What might you want to put at the top of the page, regardless of anything else that is around? For the congregation, for this beloved community, I want to keep coming back to the words that I started the year with of covenant, and quality and connection. Covenant that motivation and inspiration to keep living into the possibilities, to 
keep living into mission, to keep living into commitments to one another, where intentionality can take place as a congregation and has done so for nearly 180 years. Covenant. It is our commitment to the congregation and to fulfilling the mission of love and of helping to heal the world. Quality. Quality in understanding that we are worth the effort, that beloved community is worth doing well. And by quality, I mean what is the best that we can offer in any moment, the very best, knowing that that best is always a little bit different from time to time. the commitment to bringing our best selves to each other and to our larger purpose. That is the essence of quality. Connection. That we are better together than apart. This congregation and this faith is worth finding creative solutions uh, and overcoming obstacles and making a place of welcome for everyone. How can we find the ways to keep in touch, to remind each other that we are still here, that you are not alone? Covenant, quality, and connection. As for how we might do that for the tools, say. So if we were uh, talking about a, uh, a piece of paper, for example, we might imagine uh, each segment of these words with a pen or a paintbrush, a color, a bowl of clay. I mean, seriously, go three-dimensional with this because we ourselves are and can be people of wholeness, full of texture and color and torn places and mended places, because we already are. How can we equip ourselves to be present to this time, to fulfill those words, to be fully honoring the pages before us? It's our first year uh, since going virtual is coming up in March. Perhaps we can check back then and perhaps do so around my installation with you. As a society and as a congregation, we will need to be more aware, more honest, and more intentional as we begin to sort out how to be near each other again. That will be, in some ways, even more complicated than it was to all go home. The more that we can be getting ready now, the better we will be prepared to come back together again and to navigate all of those decisions that are before us. The next book of life is in front of us in this coming year. May we smooth the pages, set out our tools, and begin.
I close with a prayer from my colleague, Reverend Sarah Lawal. And she says, Because I hate resolutions, I make promises of imagination, making manifest the little dreams buried this year, and bigger hopes crushed by a thousand little cuts, by the sweeping tidal waves of 2020, and also promises to hold on to the lessons, lingering in the muck and beauty of it all. I promise, I promise to get outside every day, to drink in the cool air and look up at the sky, to hug trees and smell flowers, and to bring more green inside. I promise to water those plants too. I promise to stay slow, to sit and stare, to take more naps, to say no and yes more often. I promise to love freely, to keep cooking and making bread. I promise to say thank you for the little things and the big things every day. I promise not to get too comfortable or too righteous to let in enough pain to stay fired up and committed to the dream of belovedness, the dream of the emerging world where our liberation is bound up with everyone and everything, always beckoning us to see more clearly and love more deeply. I promise to let the fires burn away the old crusty obstacles and excuses and make space for new dreams, for all that imagination can conjure to notice the light and let it shine, to fan the flames of hope, and cleanse the spirit, and let life begin again, renewed and gentle, following the sparks into the next unknown. Amen. <laughs>